I couldn't be more excited to announce that the official Noose and Seeing Other People merch collab is finally here. I put so much care and thought into the designs for this line. I really wanted each product to represent seeing other people and this community. And when I think of seeing other people and all of the listeners and the family here, I think of how empathetic we all are and how communicative we are and how we all want to provide each other with comfort. And so I really incorporated those values into all of the products. And there are shirts that say emotional support human. There's a sweatshirt that says double text. There is a long sleeve that says emotionally available and so much more. Check it out at www.wearenoose.com. That's N-U-S. And of course, links are in bio on all social platforms. I'm so excited. Check it out and let me know what you guys get. I'm, I can't wait to see it on you. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. When you're dating, it can be so easy to get caught up in the stress and anxiety of every situation. Why aren't they communicating? Why didn't they text me back? Am I getting ghosted? Why is this happening again? Why can't someone commit? I've asked myself all of these questions too, more times than I can count. You wouldn't believe what happens when you approach these situations with a different mindset and focus on solutions instead of problems. I started therapy because I was so stuck on the problems in my dating life. My therapist helped me learn why I was ending up in the same situations over and over and helped me come up with a different way and a different mindset to approach dating. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. Whether you want to be a better problem solver or a better dater, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash other people today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash other people. Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. I'm currently like laughing and flustered and overwhelmed right now because I just finished recording this episode, which I know it feels backwards that the intro comes after the recording. But yeah, this episode is incredible. I am obsessed with today's guest, Tina with an H. She is the host of the In Your 20s podcast. And we're just like, like if I were going to ever have another co-host to seeing other people, it literally would be her. And I'm obsessed with her. I'm obsessed with all of our conversations. Um, And Yeah, so we're going to just dive into a bunch of different topics on this episode, kind of shoot the shit about uh, some themes that we've seen unfold in the seeing other people dating world with all of you guys. I know we do a lot of those polls on Instagram, and we're going to kind of go over some of the, the more spicy ones, the more controversial ones, and talk about them, talk about your responses, And it's going to be a good time. So I'm just going to get right into it because I really can't speak anymore. You'll you'll find out by the end of the episode why I like no longer can form words. But um, it's a really great one. Definitely stick around till the end. There is the I think like hottest topic that we have to talk about here. Something that a lot of people seem to not like be doing wrong, but be doing wrong. And it's something where um, we we all need can do a little bit better for ourselves to make dating a little less shitty. So just just strap in, buckle up. It's it's a really fun episode. Welcome. We're we're getting into it. Guys, we are here with Tina with an H from In Your 20s. Tina, what's up? Hi Alana, how are you? 
I'm great now that you're here. I've been so excited for us to hang out again. <laughs> hang out, quote unquote. When like we're recording virtually, but it feels like yeah. a hangout. The last time we did this was so therapeutic. So I'm excited. It was one of my favorite recordings ever. If you're listening to this, you need to pause this, go to In Your 20s, listen to my episode with Tina, and then come back. Oh, but also first, give her a five-star rating and review, follow her on Instagram and all the places, and then come back to seeing other people. Oh my gosh, that little plug that you just did, I'm honored. (laughs) But like, you deserve it. And that episode deserves it, you know? No, I got so many reviews on it being like, wait, you guys vibe so well, like... I felt like I was just hanging in the bedroom. And that was our, what, second conversation ever? Ever. Wait, did we talk a time before that? We talked oh, yeah, like we for did. 10 we minutes. Did. Yes. And that was it. Yeah. And even that 10-minute talk, we like knew. We were like, this is this is good vibes. Yes, good. of course. We're good. Tina, how are you? How has your dating life been? What is up? What, what should the Seeing Other People family know about you? Um, my dating life is... Not even complicate, complicated, I'd say it's a shit show, but a funny <laughs> shit show because I'm the type of person who's super outgoing. I love to meet new people. So if someone's like, hey, do you want to hang out or like go grab a drink or something that week? Nine times out of 10, if I'm not busy or doing something, I'll be like, hmm, well, it's better than like messaging them back and forth because I never, all of my notifications for dating apps are off. Mm-hmm. So let me just go get this usually free drink and have a time and sometimes I leave with friends other times I'm like well that is a story that I will keep for another day (laughs) yeah wait okay hold on pause and rewind why do you keep your notifications off I just don't okay actually I think it was because when dating apps were first a thing Everyone, everyone was like, oh, it's so taboo to have Tinder or to have Hinge or something. Mm-hmm. So I, whenever I would give my friends my phone, they'd be like, oh, Tina, you have a notification from insert name here. Mm-hmm. I hated that. So I turned everything off. I still have it off. So I just have to remind myself when I wake up and before I go to bed to respond. But it's really okay. bad during the nighttime because then they think I'm trying to booty text them or something. Right. When it's 2 a.m., I'm like, sorry, sweets. This is like my good night routine. Yeah. Interesting. I I know like the experts would say like definitely have them on so you can actually like get from one thing to the next and make it happen. But but if you are remembering to check like in the morning and at night, I think you're fine. And of course, I'm sure you do what everyone else does, where if like you're actually into someone, you like give them your number and you're like, text me. Oh, yeah. I most of the time I feel like guys don't even ask anymore. So after we go back and forth a little, I go, okay, here's my number. Yeah. That's it. It's easy. Do you have a certain name that like ends up coming up more for you? Like on the apps? Yeah. Or like like that you end up going for like what's what's the name? There's a name or a few. I literally was just talking to my roommate about this two days ago. (laughs) I have never seen so many Sams in one place before in my entire life. New York City is filled with Sams and it's really starting to get awkward for me because that's my dad's name. Oh. So I don't know what the universe is trying to tell me, but I'm not trying to date a Sam. They do say you sh- you end up dating people like your dad. I get that, but I don't but need like- it to be the same name, too. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, for me, it's, it's always been like Ben's and Matt's and then names that start with J. Names? Oh, so Jake's, Justin's, the entire roster. 
Yes. You just specifically named my boyfriend and the guy who ruined my life. So yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which is really funny. Good, good choices there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. There was something else I was about to say, and now I do not remember. And I'm really mad because in my head, I'm like, wow, that would have been the funniest thing you've ever said. Hold on, say it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shoot. shoot. Well, is there, are there any names that you don't, um, that you avoid? Because I avoid Tyler's. I mean, my dad's name is Chuck. Like, I'm not really finding any Chucks or Charles's. <laughs> I think I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> my brothers are Brian and Andrew. I'm okay with like, I don't mind it. You know, it doesn't, it's not the end of the world for me. Also like Brian spells his name with a Y B R Y A N. So for me, most of the time I meet Brian's there with an I. So it's like totally different. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see real quick. If I've ever like made out with an Andrew, I have a list of every single guy I've ever kissed. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) like what is this list? Every single guy I have ever kissed, ever. Kissed? Kissed. Oh, no. I thought you were going to say, like, hooked up with. Because no, I have no. a frisky list. But every guy oh my I've God. Kissed, that, mm-mm. Well, that's why I specifically said kiss because it's so funny. One thing I think is crazy is like how where you grew up defines like what the word hookup means. You know, so like I remember like when I first got to college, I was like, like my friend would be like, oh, like I hooked up with like, Sam last night and I'd be like so like did you kiss or did you have sex because I have no idea what you mean by that because everyone says something different all right let's see if there's an Andrew on this list um there is one one Andrew oh two Andrews two Andrews I feel like we're on what's that show called oh my gosh it comes on it's right after Jeopardy why am I blanking on it the one with the lady who clicks on the letters wheel of fortune oh my god (laughs) that's do i win the way that you said it you're like uh one andrew no two andrews two andrews two for you alana two for you um that is so funny okay well anyway what we're here to talk about today is not the names of the people we have kissed or hooked up with but in fact some of those really fun really kind of difficult to answer polls sometimes that uh we post on the seeing other people instagram a lot of those are posted by my right hand cammy shout out cammy um and the answers to them sometimes are really really interesting they're really insightful and a lot of the times we also ask follow-up questions to them so if you have no idea what i'm talking about definitely head to the seeing other people instagram account we do a few different series throughout the week on the story there we do see them versus seeing other people Um, we do like yes and no's based on the episodes that are coming out that week and a lot of other things. So check those out. And we really wanted to do a deep dive into some of the responses because often they're very shocking. Like the majority answers in a way that you would not expect, or that's almost like disappointing to humanity. (laughs) And so I thought it was, uh, it was time to, to dive into those, um, Tina, I'm going to make you guess okay. the results for all of these, or at oh. least say what you would do first. Okay. I can do Are that because you- I'm a really bad guesser. I get test anxiety. <laughs> you and me both. My my best friend, Christina, recently reminded me of our senior year of high school pre-calc midterm where I ran out of the classroom. Oh, no. <laughs> so apparently same. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to start with see them versus seeing other people. 
They forget your anniversary. See other people. Really? Yeah. Did the, uh, did the majority say see them? 61% of people did say see other people. Okay. You're good. I'm happy with society. I don't know. Like that's okay. That one's tough because. Okay. I assume we're talking about like year anniversary, you know? Yeah. I think celebrating anything like before your six month, no offense to people who do this, but I am like, uh, I think that's doing the most. It's so funny because every single month I like the day after I'll text Jake being like, we're in a fight. Like you forgot our four month anniversary. And he's like, okay that's fine (laughs) (laughs) it's like joking it's not super serious it's joking I agree but I don't I think I'd be more upset about them forgetting my birthday than our anniversary yeah I 100% would be more upset about a birthday than an anniversary I would be upset about birthday. Oh, if who if they forgot my birthday, it's hands on site. (laughs) (laughs) I'm way too extra for someone to forget my birthday. And also my birthday is on April Fool's Day, which is why my life's a joke. And so is my dating life. But that's hilarious. It just makes sense. But in terms of anniversaries, I say see other people because I would anticipate that they were going to either like do something for dinner. It doesn't have to be anything crazy or wild, but it's... Mm -hmm. Like, okay, if we have figured out what our anniversary date is, why would we not want to maybe commemorate it? And I know some people might think it's a little thing, and I guess it depends on the relationship. But mm, But you would actually, like, you're with somebody for a a year, let's say, and they forget. You would actually break up with them. Oh, yeah. Wow. I would would have a conversation and say to them, so did you (laughs) – I'm so petty – I would go, so was was yesterday a big day or something? Like, yeah. Obviously, if work is making them stressed out, I totally get that. But for the most part, that should be on your calendar. Send me a text. Even a text, I will be happy with. You wouldn't be happy with a text. It's just like, happy anniversary. And then it's like, fuck that. That's dumb. I wouldn't, but it's better than <laughs> totally forgetting than it. I actually would prefer totally forgetting over getting just a text. Because it's like, wow, you're literally going to do the absolute bare minimum. True. Like intentionally the bare minimum. (laughs) That's rough. That's rough. Um, Okay. But yeah, to that one, it was 39% see them, 61% seeing other people. I guess I'm taking the minority vote here. Um, Next one is a spicy one. They bring up politics at the dinner table. I think that the majority voted see other people, but I would pick see them. Why would you pick see them? Because my family were notorious for bringing up politics at the dinner table. So I feel like if my significant other was able to, you know, keep up with the conversation, that is a gold star. What if it was about a different political view? See, now that gets a little, (laughs) that gets a little like, um, what's it called? Dicey. Yeah, dicey. But if they are open-minded and it's not like an attacking conversation, it's a discussion, then I'd still be okay with it. My dad might not be, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) The, I was very surprised by this. It was actually one of the closest polls. It was 52% see them, 48% see other people. Wow. Well, that just shows what the political landscape is like right now. All right, guys, we are officially a week into September. If you're listening to this when it comes out, if you're listening to this after, then we're even further into September or October or November, whatever month you're listening to this in. 
And if you're listening in September, that means we are officially a week into our calm month. And if you don't know what our calm month is, calm is our mindset of the month. So Mindset Wellness and I are teaming up this month to talk about different ways to be calm, whether it's in your dating life or your daily life, or if you wake up super stressed out, what are some things you can do to stay calm? Of course, you can take a Mindset Wellness calm CBD gummy or their calm drops, but there are also other things you can do in addition to that. You can take a bath, you can pick up a good book, you can go for a walk and listen to music, or maybe go for a walk and leave your phone after you take your calm book gummy. And you can really just enjoy being in the moment, waking up, having a day ahead of you. And that's one thing that I really like to do. Anytime I can go anywhere without my phone, I feel so much better and such a weight lifted off my shoulders. Anyways, I'm super excited for this month of calm that we're going to be doing and continuing to talk about. Again, if you're listening to this on Tuesday the 6th, there is going to be an Instagram live with the founders of Mindset Wellness CBD, John and Renee, on our Instagram story on Wednesday, tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And we're going to talk about the different ways that mindset, wellness, CBDs, calm gummies, and CBD in general can help your anxiety and can help you stay calm in your dating life. And that's something that I know I have experienced and I've done and I've tried it and it really has helped me and a bunch of the listeners who have told me that they've tried it as well. And so I hope you tune in for the Instagram live. I hope you try it out and I hope you stay calm. I want that for you. I really do. Yeah, this was, I don't know, this one was really interesting. I I do want to see what the results would be about having different political views. So I'm going to post that right now on the story and then we're going to circle back in a bit and see what the results are. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's tough. My dad will bring up politics into every single conversation he could ever possibly do. And it drives my mom crazy, like <laughs> absolutely crazy. And I don't know. I think right now it is important to be talking about it, though, and to be like aware and stuff. So I would see them. But it was really shocking that this was like 50-50, basically. All right. Next one. They never let you see what's on their phone. See other people. And I hope the majority of people said see other people. 91% of people said see other people. That is some sus shit. If they are hiding it, no, there's something going on there. If it's nudes, it shouldn't be a problem because you've seen those nudes. We've seen them (laughs) naked. And if it's nudes like that they recently took then and you didn't see them prior, sus. Mm hmm. I think, yeah, look, I've I've dated people who have not let me see what's on their phone and it was not good. You know, (laughs) it was definitely a sign of some shit going on behind the scenes. And now like dating Jake, it, I remember in the beginning, like he was so like, he would just like lay there like with his phone up so that like we both could see like while he was like texting someone or something. And like, he'll just ask me to like plug his phone in, like the chargers on my bed, like on my side. And it, I remember in the beginning, like that was so different for me. It's like, whoa, like this guy really trusts me where like he wouldn't be even care for a second if I saw like what popped up on his phone screen where like I've been in the complete opposite situation and it doesn't feel good because it makes you question like what are they hiding what do they not want me to see like what could be happening it's, it's almost like that feeling that we used to get when we would see um a guy in this example liking a girl's Instagram post who was like like skinny bitch in a bikini, you know, when we could see like whose posts they were liking. It was kind of the same feeling of like, well, are you just liking that post or like, are you talking to this girl? You yeah. know, 
Yeah, and even with other apps too, like Snapchat, I'm sorry, but I do not trust people who are going to like be snapping all the time. I also think that's us because Mm -hmm. the majority, I've come to the conclusion that if someone's trying to message me on Snapchat, I save every single one because I'm like, you don't want to text me. It's okay. We'll still save these receipts. We'll have them here because it's an easy way to like escape go. I can't wait till Snapchat dies. I'm sorry. I will say, though, the Snapchat best friends thing where you could see the top three best friends that like when that went away, people were able to get away with so much more. And as like anxiety producing as it was, I do think that there was some truth to it and it allowed us to see things. And but I guess it's the same thing with the Instagram like thing and follow thing. Like, I mean, we're better for not having it. We're all probably like 0.1% less anxious, but it was nice to like actually see what was going on. Oh, and technically you still can. I have gone on someone's post before and like click the likes and you can search like who has liked that photo. Oh yeah. So, but that's like, if you're doing some FBI shit, that's not like it's popping up in a different like feed, you know? Oh yeah. I'm on my FBI shit constantly. Yeah. You gotta be. It's 2021. You gotta be. Uh-huh. All right. The next one. Your family doesn't like them. Oh, this is, I would try to ignore it, but in the end, it'd be see other people. It'd be see other people for me too. It would just, it, it wouldn't be good. Um, yeah, it, it, it I mean, I'm, I'm super close to my family and like I value their opinions and stuff and everything. They definitely haven't liked like guys that I've brought home before, but like they didn't really, they kind of just like bit their tongue. And I think they didn't think it was going to last anyway. But like knowing that they like Jake makes me so happy. And like, I'm proud to tell people like, yeah, like my family loves him. Like he's like great with them. Like I love having him over when everyone's home. It's just like a really like nice, like comforting thing that like makes me feel really good. So I think, yeah, I'd have to see other people. Plus, it's not awkward at like family functions if your family yes. likes them. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this is interesting. The next question is Wait, their family voted for um, what was the winner for that one? Oh, thank you. It was 28 percent. See them. 72 percent. See other people. The interesting thing, though, is now the next question is their family doesn't like you. So in that case, (laughs) Uh, well, that seems very awkward and uncomfortable. And so with that, I think I would still also say, see other people. I've heard horror stories of in-laws and I just would not want to be like that at all. I agree. It's like, it's constantly hanging over your head and then like, I don't know. And you're always trying to like make them like you. Yes. And we had, there were two unfiltered episodes recently. One was, um, the episode was his parents didn't accept me. Um, and in that one, I mean, yeah, it basically like was the thing that ruined their entire relationship. Like they could, they were never going to end up together because it was this huge thing. It was this huge deal and it was not going to change. Um, and we also had the episode of, um, I called off my engagement. And in that case, our anonymous guest, she like, and the mom like really didn't get along. And it was, again, like one of the pieces that led into her ultimately deciding like, I don't want to marry this guy, you know? And so I think obviously in a perfect world, both families would get along and your family would like your partner and your partner's family would like you. 
it's obviously not always going to happen, but I think the more you can like facilitate those like positive relationships, like 100% the easier, the more successful. And like, I think the more you'll be able for like, the more it'll be able to work out, you know, cause you'll have that support. Yeah, definitely. 1000% agree. Yeah. What was interesting though, is it was the results were a slightly different. So it was 28% see them 72% see other people for your family doesn't like them, but their family doesn't like you. It was 23% see them and 77% see other people. So a few people cared more about their family liking them, like their partner's family liking them versus their own family liking your partner. Oh yeah. Cause you always want to put your best foot forward. And I right. think if my partner didn't like his parents or his family or even his siblings, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, there's something off with her. I would be so self-conscious that even yeah. if trying to ignore it, it just wouldn't work out. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. This one, this is a, an, an interesting one. This Uh-oh. is a hot take. They admit that they cheated on their ex. This has happened to me, like that they've said it. And, then, and what did you do? What did what did young Tina do? This isn't even young Tina. This is eight months ago, Tina, honestly. <laughs> what did Tina do? I was like, hmm, okay, thanks okay. for letting me know. And that was it. Didn't say anything after that. Granted, she cheated on him first, but then he cheated. So just toxic, toxic all around. Toxic. Yeah. But I would now say, oh, fuck I'm pulled in two directions I want to say see other people but I'm gonna go against the grain and say see them why because I believe in second chances and I would want to get down to the bottom of why they cheated and I'd want to see if they have like self-realized and went through and understood the reason why they cheated and then from there we'd figure it out it's really big of you I'm I'm too trusting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not, you're not alone in there. 27% of people said that they would see them. 73% said they would see other people. Oh, and, and for the record, there are like over a thousand votes on all of these. So like, these are like real, like big numbers here. Um, but uh, it's tough. It's really tough. I mean, look, I've been with guys who have cheated on me, like multiple guys. Um, you know, and in fact, my first boyfriend, um, shout out to John. He actually just got engaged. Another J name. And this is my seventh grade, like boyfriend who I like had a crush on from like fourth grade on. And, um, yeah, he just got engaged and I got multiple texts from people like jokingly being like, are you okay? (laughs) Um, (laughs) but he, (laughs) and when I was in seventh grade, he and I were on the phone and it was like over the holidays. So like I was away on a family vacation and he was home and he went on a walk with my friend, Nicole, and we were on the phone and he um, put me in his pocket and kissed her and then took me out of his pocket and told me. No, 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 that cannot be real life. And that was my first love. What? Yeah. Even from a young age, Boys, men, they are just not, not yeah. the brightest bulbs. No. Yep. Put me in his pocket, kissed her, and then told me. And of course, I like kept like, I stayed, stayed, stayed strong with him. Um, 
But then, yeah, I mean, I said his name, so I'm not going to say too much more now. But um, <laughs> yeah, and then I mean, I met, I, I dated somebody else for like almost a year who the entire time I, I found out later the entire time he was hooking up with other people. Um, this was the one who wouldn't let me see what was on his phone. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I would always see like the Instagram likes and be like, why are you like, liking this girl's thing like why are you suddenly following all these girls and he's like what am I not allowed to have friends I'm like no but like who are these friends like if they're your friends like shouldn't I get to know that and meet them (laughs) yeah and you'll never (laughs) meet them because guys know or not just guys in general but cheaters know to keep parties separate of course yeah but but then it was like I thought I, I like felt like I was going crazy like I'd like see a hair on his pillow and I'm like well is it even my hair you know like it was like the worst feeling ever um but yeah, I, I don't know. This one's this one's tough because I do agree with you about the second chances thing and and the fact that like people can and do change. And sometimes like people could be in a really like bad situation or an unhel- unhealthy situation and things happen. But if they're able to like realize and like grow and learn and and admit that it was wrong or admit that like the situation like got the best of them, like, yes, but it it's also like, is it true? Like once a cheater, always a cheater, you know, who knows? See, now that's the thing. I know that phrase is a thing. And, you know, it gets proven very often. It does. But that's when it comes down to, hmm, how much do you trust that person? And for me, with that experience, we had been um, seeing each other for, what, maybe two months? Two, Mm -hmm. three months? Actually, no. We had been seeing each other for a month and a half because it escalated very quickly because we were talking and FaceTiming every day. For the longest time mm-hmm. so I was like okay he trusts me enough to be open and tell me this even though I shouldn't have to give them like a cupcake saying congrats yeah. you were able to say this to me but <laughs> right. at least he didn't he didn't mess with other Hide girls it. with me as far as I'm as far as I know we we trust we trust I do have an old poll um there were oh, about 7,000 votes on this one hot topic do you agree that once a cheater always a cheater what do you think the the split here is? I know you said you're bad at guessing, but I want you to guess. I think it's going to be a majority say true. 63% agree, 37% disagree. So I guess some people, there there are a good chunk of people out there who believe people can change. So yay. Yay for changing. <laughs> yay for changing if you take the time to do so. That's what we <laughs> yeah. like to see. Yes. Okay. Um, next, we have some yes or no's. Um, if you've been in a long-distance relationship, did it work out? I've not been in one, but I would say, oh, gosh, I'm assuming here. Based off of my friends, I will say yes. That it did work out? Yeah. Wow. 80% have said no. <laughs> <laughs> I am amongst the 80%. <laughs> oh, I was not expecting it to be that big. But good for your friends. Love that. I mean, look, we just had an episode come out that with um, my friends, Jamie and Max, who did long distance for about four years. And it's really tough. And like, I've done it too. And it's really tough. But I, I think it's not impossible at all. It's just you both people really have to be fully, fully committed, like wholeheartedly committed to making it work and to making it work despite the unique and like different challenges that are going to come up and that are going to make it harder. But not to say it's impossible, but it's not easy. It also and takes another yeah. level of independence, too. Independence, trust. Yeah. And, like, willingness to, like, 
like book a flight, go visit, like take like kind of there, there's a lot that goes into it. But um, yeah, so 80 percent. No, but but that means 20 percent. Yes. it's <laughs> <laughs> like on the bright side, well, at the least there's 20 percent that agree with you. I mean, look, I remember like Googling like what percentage of long distance relationships work out because I was trying to like convince this guy that like we could we could stay like we could keep doing it, you know, and it was just like it's not our situation was never going to work out. Um, But that was one situation. Okay, next. Do you still check your ex's social media? Yes. (laughs) No hesitation. I've gotten better. I used to all the time out of habit like I just like click go to the search bar and like click the first letter of his name like out of pure habit and like he never posts there's literally nothing there I'm not looking I don't give a shit but like I would I would literally do it 10 times a day like whenever I would open Instagram purely out of habit um I've gotten a lot better though I'm and I'm very proud of that I will um, look when they like on like a photo of mine I'm like huh Mm. nice to see you here and I'll click on them because I always unfollow always unfollow Uh, but if they're public, I'm like, hmm, let's mm-hmm. see what you've been up to. Yep. Um, so 56% of people are still checking their ex's social media. Here's what I'll say is if it's making you feel like shit, stop doing it. <laughs> and 99% of the time, it will make you feel like shit. So oh. stop doing it if you're in that percentage. Also, a good block never hurt anyone. I tell all of my friends, out of sight, out of mind, you just need a block for a little bit it doesn't have to be forever maybe a week two weeks see how you feel and then if anything unblock I love to do block and then unblock literally within this like two minutes of each other because I just want them to also stop following me so when Mm. they're like hmm when did I unfollow Tina yeah you didn't sweet I did it for you (laughs) that's really smart actually because sometimes it is like then because then they're fully like if they unfollow you and if they don't click that refollow button like you're literally forcing them to unfollow you and they don't have control over that. And then you don't have to see them show up in like watching your stories and stuff and all that. So that actually is a really good strategy that I've never thought of. Um, one thing I did with, uh, an unfiltered guest who turned into a good friend of mine is when she got out of her breakup, she, I told her every time she checked his story to send me an emoji and, so that real and she like really committed to it so there would be sometimes where there were like 10 skunk emojis in a row but then she was like this is not okay like my conversation with Alana can't be all skunk emojis so like it really did help her because it like held her accountable so if you're struggling with that right now I, I definitely suggest grabbing a friend who you trust and can confide in and feel comfortable with and like really being like can I do this with you every time and just so I can keep track and like realize like this is not good like and every time I do this I feel not good and um I think that really helps slowly like the number of skunk emojis will go down oh yeah taking accountability I never thought of that one so my poor roommate she's gonna be getting a lot more texts from me (laughs) it's all it's all in good I don't know what the word is I don't know what it is either otherwise I'd finish your sentence (laughs) thank you um okay has someone ever told you they couldn't commit, but then ended up in a relationship? I don't want to blow out everyone's eardrums, but the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, 1000%. Yep. If I could say yes a million times, I would. Yep. Yep. Yes, most definitely. I mean, look, it's tough because it's like, 
it's it's again that saying of like oh if they're saying like they're not looking for something serious or they can't commit like the to you is silent but like is that true like i don't know i have literally i was in a situationship so I know Tina and I might not necessarily be calm in this episode. We are having too good of a time. I know that later tonight, I'm going to be super stressed out as I always am. But one thing that helps me when I'm stressed is really trying to to focus on being calm. And one thing that's helped me with that is taking a CBD calm gummy from Mindset Wellness CBD. And I think it's just an amazing thing that we're able to do. It's there for us. It's it tastes amazing. If you don't like gummies or if you don't want the gummies, they also have CBD drops. It's just one thing that can help you stay calm, especially if you're having trouble staying calm, which like life is crazy. The world is crazy right now. We're all so busy. We all have a million different things going on. And on top of that, we're trying to date. We're trying to have relationships. We're trying to find our forever partner, our person, our happily ever after, even though that doesn't exist. Um, and we're trying to stay calm and sometimes it's just hard to do that. So a little bit of help goes a long way. Definitely recommend heading to mindsetwellness.com and grabbing some CBD gummies in your cart, specifically the calm ones, of course, and trying them out. And if you do, let me know. I love talking about how great they are and how good they make you feel with all of you. So definitely shoot me a DM, hit me up and we will go off about the calm gummies together. All right, back to the app. So I was seeing this guy on and off for like two years and we were about around the year and a half mark and he just started to pull back. I had no idea why we weren't fighting, nothing along those lines. I thought that we were still good. Come to realize we had come back from winter break and he posted this photo of a girl saying, congrats on graduating. I'm thinking to myself, I have never seen this girl before. He doesn't have that many friends, and he's talked to me about all of his few friends. She is not one of them. I knew in my heart something was up. He never mentioned anything. It was very, like, sus. I Yeah, sus is the best word to say it. A couple weeks go by, and he's posting her everywhere. She's doing the same because she was public, so I was looking, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. Worst experience, and it was... To me, it was so difficult because then I had to self-reflect and say, what's wrong with me? Why did he not want to be in a relationship with me? What does she have that I don't? I was so insecure for, I want to say, six months after that because I truly was just thinking to myself, what the fuck? Yeah, that's the worst is like when you're comparing yourself to someone else. And I mean, I'm sure nine out of 10 times, it has nothing to do with like you versus the other person but that that is where our brains go it's like exactly what you said like why am I not good enough but she is and that's something that I felt time and time again it's like what does she have that I don't like am I not skinny enough am I not smart enough am I not like this or that enough for this guy and I think at the end of the day it comes down to like you you're no less like you're no less worthy of somebody sometimes it's just like two people are more compatible than others or like you guys were stuck in the situation ship for a while and and he met this girl and there was no history like that it kind of just clicked and they were kind of able to form this thing but that's not really what we think about in when it's happening to us and and it is like so incredibly tough because it, it's just it really makes you question like what's wrong with me what's wrong and to make to add salt to the wound I knew that I had to, I did the block and block thing. And 
he kept on messaging me. He would Snapchat yeah. me, text me, respond to my stories, do everything he could to be like, I won't still want us to be friends. Right. I was like, we can't be friends because you did not respect me enough to just sit yeah. me down and have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness, I know it can be intimidating, but to almost two years, come on. Yep. That's really tough. I'm sorry you went through that. It's okay. I Honestly, now it's a funny story that I can tell. <laughs> you know what? And that's great. And that's, that is something that is hopefully gives anyone who's listening who is currently going through that hope that like eventually it will become a funny story. Eventually. You'll get there. You will. You'll get there. We my promise. Fr- my friends who didn't even know him at the time even know him now just because yep. they're like, oh, that person. And yep. it's just a laugh because yep. you realize how much you've grown since then. Exactly. It is so fun looking back at that. I mean, I look back at some of the situationships I was in and just like, what the fuck, Alana? Like, what were you thinking? What were you doing? Like, why did you think that was okay? Because we have <laughs> our rose-tinted glasses on and yeah. we're just like, no, it's cool. This is what it's... <laughs> This is what it's like in the movies. You. This is what it's supposed to be to like. I'm supposed to be feeling all this pain and anxiety and like not good enough all the time. <laughs> Me and Alana, we're just going to keep going back and forth. Soon you guys are just going to start seeing tears. Is this, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay, we're going to move on now. Um, have you ever received an anti-ghosting test? Oh, uh, going back for the, the results, it was 61% yes someone is, has told them they couldn't commit, but then ended up in a relationship. So 61% are, are in the boat with us. 39% are the lucky ones. Hopefully they stay the lucky ones. Um, yeah. Have you ever received an anti-ghosting text? I'll say uh, no, but I think the majority will say yes, because I think anti-ghosting is becoming more of a thing. It's becoming more of a thing, but clearly not a big enough thing. Oh, it's gosh. it's only 47% yes and 53% no, which which sucks. Like, it really sucks because everyone is so sick of being ghosted. It's like there's only so much we can, like, train people. Like, do not ghost. Ghosting is bad. Ghosting is mean. Ghosting is painful. But the problem is everyone, if you ask people, it's like, have you been ghosted? Yes. Have you ghosted someone? It's like, yeah, but, like, I didn't really like them. And it's like you justify it. And it can't be justified, like, if you want to be a decent person, if you want to like dating is so hard. And the one thing you can do to make it a little bit easier for the person on the other end, who's also having a really hard time in dating because it's dating is just be honest. And it's not that hard. You just say like, Hey, I had a great time meeting you. I don't feel the connection I'm looking for, but I wish you the best of luck finding what you're looking for. You know, like it's so simple. I have sent I've definitely I've sent a handful of anti-ghost texts and I have there's only been one instance where someone didn't receive it well yeah. every other time. And that one was just he was going through his own little things that he decided mm. to put it on me. But that's everyone usually else was the been, case. Yeah. Everyone else has been so receptive. And honestly, it's just like that respect thing because yeah. it goes. All right. And who, then you guys have more friends. I don't know about everyone else, but I love friends. Yep. Give me more. And what I will say is like, obviously the people who listen to dating podcasts are the people who at the end of the day are going to be the ones sending the anti-ghosting texts. Cause like the people aren't, who aren't listening, aren't interested in learning like how to be better. Um, but what we can do as people listening and, and being thoughtful is send those texts because we're then spreading the message to the people who aren't listening and aren't really like looking within stuff. 
that like, this is something that you can do and they're going to feel that it feels better than being ghosted, that it feels better than anxiously waiting for that text or not. And they're going to be like, wow, like this is, this feels better than the alternative. So maybe next time I'm in this situation on the other side, I can send the same thing to someone and be kind to them. So keep sending those texts, you guys. Um, but yeah, I, that was disappointing to see that the majority have not, or only that the majority have not. Yeah. Um, all right. Zipping through. Um, have you ever assumed exclusivity? <sighs> um, this, <laughs> me being more shy, the answer is yes. Definitely assumed exclusivity when it shouldn't have been assumed. And it how had, did that go for you, Tina? Oh, Alana, it went to shit. It did not <laughs> go well whatsoever. Never assume. I have learned, I think if there's anything this past year has taught me, never assume, especially when it comes to dating, because next thing you know, you're going to be swiping or maybe you'll be out on the town. Be like, oh, oh, I, I didn't know that was a thing. Converse. Having open communication is like key to not assuming, but yep. I feel the majority, I think the majority is on my side. I think they're going to say yes. The majority, of course, I already moved off of that page on here. The majority said 56% yes, have ex assumed exclusivity, 44% no. I and wonder why that is. So then I followed up with, if yes, how was it? And I'm going to share some of the responses here. And I did not, I did not pick out responses. I, I, I literally took screenshots of all of the responses and I'm going to read them to you guys now. Okay. So this is a, the response to have you ever assumed exclusivity? And if so, how did it go? Backfired horribly. Never assume. Terrible. Never assume. I was a side piece and he had a long-term girlfriend I didn't know about. Not great LMAO. They said, but I never asked you to. Fail. Stupid. Never assume. Always specify. Dumb, LOL. You know what they say about assumptions. <laughs> Most recently, he was still talking to other people. Bad. He was not exclusive. Enlightening. Hurtful. Damaging. Confusing. Bad. Can never assume. People should use their words. Did not work out. Awful. They gave all the signs of it being that way, but then pulled away out of nowhere. I roll. <laughs> disappointing never assume communicate awful i got left in the dust horrible bad it was surprising to know the other person was not exclusive <laughs> never assume blew up in my face i assumed he was on a different page unpleasant once i realized i was a fool unclear don't ever assume anything never assume that was my mistake terrible horrible bad <laughs> So there you have it, folks. Do not assume exclusivity. Do not. There is never a situation where assuming that you are exclusive with somebody, if you have not talked about it, is okay and is going to result in you being happy and in the relationship or situation that you want because you cannot assume. It doesn't work that way. What I gathered from that is that we are all down bad except for that one person who said enlightening. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was enlightening, but I didn't have a good time. What do you mean? It was enlightening, but not in the way I wanted it to be. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they ended up, that situation probably ended up being okay. Whereas everyone else, it was 
absolutely well, not never well, again no she said it or he she or he said that it was enlightening hurtful damaging so it was enlightening because they realized what was going on and then it was hurtful and damaging oh, okay so that person's also still down bad with us great i yeah. need it to be a group consensus every single one of these situations did not work out when somebody assumed exclusivity. I know I've said it before, but my my science teacher, my chem teacher in high school, he said, never assume when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. I know he's not the only one to have said that, but it is so true, you guys. You cannot assume. Like, you have to communicate. And it, it, here's the thing. is like, if you feel yourself assuming, you're like, yeah, like, we must be exclusive. Like, if you think that you were on the same page with somebody that you are not seeing other people, then that should be a sign that you can actually communicate and ask them like if you're that far along you should be able to say the words you know it's like the whole thing of like if you can't talk about sex you shouldn't be having sex like if you can't talk about exclusivity you should not be like be assuming that you're exclusive you shouldn't and also assuming things is not good for your mental headspace because then you're just gonna start doing a whole tumbleweed of ideas that are gonna come in your head then you'll be like me and send a text that was completely unwarranted and I had to apologize a couple days later because I was like I'm sorry that I'm psychotic yeah yep I mean it's just tough it's like of course we want to assume we want to know that someone's on the same page but it's It's also not that hard to have that conversation. I know it feels scary. I know it feels scary. I've been there. I'm not going to say it's easy, but all you have to say is like, Hey, I like, this is how I'm feeling. What about you? Or like, I know, like I've really enjoyed like what we've been doing. It's been like going really well and I'm really happy. Like I don't feel like I want to be seeing other people or like, I don't want to be talking to anyone else, but I wanted to know where you're at. Like no pressure. Just wanted to let you know, this is where I'm at. And let them know where you're at. And you know what? They might say, oh, like I was thinking the same thing. I actually already deleted my dating apps. Or they might say like, I'm really enjoying this too. I don't know that I'm there yet, but I'll keep you updated, you know? And it's it's those conversations that we're afraid to have that are the important conversations to have. So if you feel yourself being like, uh, I don't know, like I'm scared, like that's a sign that you probably need to have the conversation. Oh yeah. And also I would go off of that saying that if it doesn't go how you thought or when you find, realize that they weren't also exclusive, you can't necessarily be mad at that person because you never had the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that when it comes down to like having the communication to say, are we exclusive or are we not? Or like, are you seeing other people? Because then the other person's going to stand there, like if you are just assuming, thinking, what did I do? Why am I getting mm-hmm. yelled at? And getting all this anger put towards me when I didn't do anything. We didn't say anything yep. to each other. Exactly. And and that's going to reflect to them, like how you are in this situation. Like they want to feel heard the same way you want to feel heard and your feelings feel validated. And, and maybe they are intending on being exclusive with you. Maybe they just move a little slower. Maybe they've had a bad experience before where it takes them a little longer to warm up. They might not even be going on dates with other people. They might just not be ready for that, like, on like yes this is a thing because exclusivity is like the step before being in a serious relationship and and maybe they just need more time you never know so again you can't assume and wouldn't you want to know that (laughs) and and the way to know that what's the way to find out tina 
Just ask them, please. <laughs> please, we beg. We beg. We are begging. Please. I've already, what's that saying that you said? It'll, your science teacher said it'll make an when, ass out of you and me. If you assume you make an ass out of you and me. It's like A-S-S-U-M-E. Ass out of you and me. Mr. That Warren, is the best and gentlemen. That is the right? best thing I've ever heard. I'm. This is my first time hearing it. guys. Really? Just, yeah. First I have another time. one that'll knock your socks off from my health teacher, Mr. Levine. Normal is just a setting on a washing machine. <laughs> okay. That one I like. I don't think it had the same effect because I really wasn't expecting that one. But <laughs> I do. Oh, that might end up being my new Instagram bio. Not going to lie. Whoa. Shout, big shout out there to Mark Levine. Hope you're doing well. Marky. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Marky Mark. <laughs> well, all right, Tina. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, how are you feeling right now? Honestly, I'm telling you, this is therapeutic. I really feel like I'm one with the seeing other people community. I also vote on these polls all the time, unless I feel like it's too it hits too close to home then I tap away oh my god <laughs> I'm like huh I don't want to know the answers to this one right now yep. but it was good I'm surprised by some of the answers but overall good time yeah for the record we didn't even get like halfway through my list we, we like but that's okay because we talked about the shit that I think a lot of people need to hear um yeah, we need to keep doing this. <laughs> I love <laughs> this. Is like the best hour of the month. I feel like two months in a row. <laughs> We're just like, huh, yep. Let's talk this out. Let's go yep. based off of our experiences. What works? What doesn't? Yep. Yeah, I dig it. Seeing other people and in your 20s are becoming one. We're, we're seeing other people in your 20s, you guys. We're in your 20s. You're seeing other people. Well, that truly, really is it. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's a thing. It's a Two thing. Twenty some things. It's trying a new to figure saying. Out, figure it's it a out. new saying. We have to tell a teacher to make it official. Apparently. Okay, I'll call one of my like middle school teachers that Beautiful. I still follow on Instagram. Like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Amazing, Tina. Where can everyone find you? Where can everyone find in your twenties? Where can everyone find out more info about your situationships and assumptions? <laughs> Y'all, you are going to be in for a time. Let me tell you that. <laughs> If you want to follow me personally, my name is Tina with an H. So either you can type that into wherever you want, or you can find me by just typing um, Tina, T-I-N-A-H dot O-G-A-L-O. And that's me basically everywhere. And then in your 20s, that's my podcast where I sit down and chat with people who are in their 20s, who are out of their 20s, just about life experiences and what they don't teach you in school, like how Which is like start. every life lesson. Yeah, like how to start a 401k, things like that. Just random stuff that no one wanted to tell us. Um, but you can find that everywhere by searching in your 20s. That's 20s with a Y-S, not an I-E-S, because I-E-S was taken. But yeah, that's me. And thanks so much for having me, Alana. It was so fun. Thank you for having me. I thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> That was such an ugly laugh, but like that was. Thank you for letting me have you. You guys, oh my God. Thanks to everyone for tuning. You guys can, if if you're watching on YouTube, you can see like what's going down here. But um, 
if you're listening, I'm sure you can also feel the the vibes right now. The chaos. Um, the <laughs> literal chaotic energy. Thank you to everyone for who tuned in. Again, make sure to check out In Your 20s, specifically our episode, because, you know, a little biased, but it was fucking awesome. It was so good. And um, if you liked what you heard here, definitely leave a five-star rating and review. Check out that little support the podcast link in the bottom. Remember, we we put a lot of work into this. We don't really get a paycheck from it, but hopefully it helps you. If there's any any giving back you could do is greatly appreciated. Check out the Patreon, doing profile revamps, bonus episodes over there. And of course, make sure you're following at Seeing Other People and at Alana Dunn everywhere. And do not assume anything ever, ever. That's that's really all we have to say. Don't assume. Um, but assume that there will be another episode coming this time next week because that is something that we have communicated before. So because we've communicated, you know it's happening. You're allowed to assume that because it is confirmed. I'm going to shut up now. Talk to you guys soon.